Yo, what up, Stoke Nation? Boom clap! Boom clap, Stokers! Welcome to episode three of Let's Talk About It with John and Lucas. My name's John. My I'm name's... with my compadre, Lucas. What up, Lucas? What up, boom clap, Stokers? Boom clap, baby! Happy to be back on the airways. Happy Saturday, man. How's Happy your week Saturday, been? Dude, week's been terrific, man. I had some... I had a pretty productive weekend so far. Uh, NFL started. Eagles won. Fly, Woo! Eagles, fly. Fly, Eagles fly. That baby. one's for you, Jake. That one's for you, Jake. Love you. Our, our, our weekly rem- uh, shout out to Jake Schaefer right there. Oh, oh, oh. First minute of the pod. Let's Philly, go. Philly. All right, dude. How's your week? Uh, it was fine, man. Classes, like, they're not waiting to pick up, you know? The professors are like, oh, all your other classes will probably start slow, so we'll hit the ground running. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh-uh, no, dude. you thought, though, but no. I wish, man. It, what's the funniest like thing that happened to you this week? Let's just... Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, the funniest thing that happened to me this week? Um, so, I was at track practice yesterday, and it was raining out. Like, really torrential rain. And we were on a hill of grass and some dirt. And this rain, first 10 minutes was fine, but then it started to get real muddy. And so we were doing this thing where it just went up and down the hill. And at the bottom, you have to do like, you know, a, a 180 and turn completely around. And I slipped twice. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> it was. The first time I slipped in the mud, and I actually have a red mark on my butt. Uh, I, we got to keep this PG, so I won't show you. But... Yeah, and then the second time, I was like, careful. After, after the pod, though, I can after see your pod. butt, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was being real careful afterwards because I didn't want to slip again, right? <laughs> yeah! So I, I go around, I turn 180 perfectly, and then I'm like, all right, time to accelerate. And then I slip on the grass. And everyone's like, oh, John, get up, buddy. What are you doing? That's the funniest thing that's happened to me this week. Damn, dude, that just... Uh... It's a pretty boring week then, right? Yeah. <laughs> in in the moment, it really drained my stoke. But then the boys it. picked me up, and they're like, dog, let's That's finish huge. this set. That's huge, dude. Yeah. That's huge. <sighs> All right, dude. You want to di- dive right into some topics? Shall we dive right into some yeah, topics? Yeah, dude. So let's, how about we inform our stokers on what we did on this, this Shabbat this week? Man, what a night. What a night. So stokers, we went to, uh, pardon my pronunciation, Chabad. Uh, last year's Chabad. Us, yeah, neither of us being Jewish. Neither of us being Jewish. Honestly, strikingly Aryan in our appearance. Yes, unfortunately. Um, I'm a second time, so they call me a veteran. That John, was my first time. John, newbie to the Chabad fam. I was a Chabad virgin. So, basically, guys, you know, outside of perspective here, we go in, we immediately grab yarmulkes. So, I currently have my penis haircut, so yarmulke struggles to stay on my head because I can't use a little clip. Yeah. With the hairs. Yeah. So right out the gates, I'm wearing the yarmulke as if it's a normal hat. You know, so like yarmulkes, yarmulkes are supposed to like be like towards the back of the head, like look like they're falling off or some shit. I don't know. But I'm looking like a young boy at like the fair with his dad, like with the propeller hat. But you know those propeller hats? I know them. Like from like, <laughs> okay. First of all, say those, no more. Did propeller hats actually exist? I don't think so. All I right. think maybe only in movies. <laughs> I would have gotten one though. I would have gotten one too. Yeah, anyway, check Amazon. Yeah. So I'm wearing this yarmulke like a propellerless propeller hat. So I'm going like an idiot. I look Aryan as hell. I look like I just came off of a farm. Like, but you know, guess what? What? They still were nice. They they still were super nice. Yeah. Welcome does. Food was delish. It was delish. Thank you to our spiritual leaders, yeah, uh, Matt, Jared, and Jake. You guys all led us through it. 
with Dude. kind, gentle hands. <laughs> you forgot to mention Steinberg, man. And Steiny. Steiny, thanks, buddy. Uh, thanks a lot, man. Yeah. Habat was fun. Shabbat shalom, boys. Night. Yeah, and um, so welcoming. Everyone was so nice. Mm. They never questioned us being there. You know, it's always interesting to, like, penetrate, uh, like, a foreign religion. Any, not even a religion, but any kind of setting that's, like, culturally very starkly different than what you're accustomed to. Yeah, and, like, see, how, how do you take outsiders? Yeah. Like, even know? going to, like, a Catholic mass for the first time was weird for me because, like, it's, mm-hmm. it's so much different. Yeah. So it's just like, it's a very exciting thing. You know what, Stokers? Go out there and get out of your comfort zone. Experience something new. Yeah. Go to, go to Havad. I think you'll enjoy it. And Dude. also, it's free meal. So. And yeah, free meal, free conversation. Uh, it's like three houses down from our house. So huge. Stop by afterwards. Let us know what you think. Yeah. 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 That was good. We talked about it. That's the whole idea of the pod. Yeah, exactly. You know, let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about that. All right, dude. Next top. Ick. Nice abbreviate, bro. <laughs> hot wait, quick hot take. Abbreviating the back of the word is the next wave oh shit yeah shout out to sarah master i don't want to take her intellectual property so you started calling this podcast the cast that's that's how she referred to it and i kind of i kind of got down with that yeah i could i could vibe with that i could mess with that uh yeah anyway back on topics inside jokes you ever been a part of one dude john (laughs) that's an understatement so me and john are eating with you know, weekly mention Liz Murphy for dinner tonight. Right. And we realized very quickly that we are, to put it, like, as simple as possible, weird as fuck. We're on the inside. From the outside. Yeah. Like, so we have a lot of running jokes. John, give him your morning coffee joke. Every day, Luke is a morning person. I try to be. I'm more of, like, an 11 a.m. person. He walks in... And he, he, we live in the, we sleep in the same room, so it's not like he walks in. He just gets out of bed and he's like, "Good morning, John." And I say, "Don't talk to me before I've had my morning coffee." But he says it with a ton of energy because, like, he genuinely does not like want to be spoken to. But he like it's hilarious because he tries making it like a little softer, but the message is still very much received in his tone of his voice. And he does not want to fuck with me at it, 8 in the morning. Yeah, if he pushes me, then I'm like, oh, I've got a case of the Mondays. <laughs> it could be Friday, and I could say that. Yeah, and, and I, I don't know what it is. I feel like I do have... My energy in the mornings is probably pretty annoying, because I wake up with pretty solid energy levels you immediately. Do. I, it takes me, like, an hour to climb up to full... I don't have that, like... I don't have that veil of, like, mental grogginess like oh, i really? wake up pretty with like some pretty sharp mental acuity when i wake up do you study in the mornings you totally should i'm more productive during the day but well you guys start like you should read in the morning then yeah i should start doing and some like readings. you'll comprehend it better it's good it's a good call dog dude i'm thanks. looking out for you so dog. yeah so there's that's that's one inside joke we also uh weird story so okay so i was chilling with my boys David Holden, best friend from home. Shout out to Dave Holden. So we ran around with the Free Methodist crew in Greenville because, you know, our senior year, a lot of our friends graduated, so we kind of had to spread out. So we started running with some freemies, is what we call them in Greenville. Uh, really nice squad, a really great gaggle of geese. Uh, good dogs. And so we're chilling. And, like, so these people are, like, I mean, they're pretty intense about some things. Like, they're pretty chill. So, like, they're super nice to everyone. So they go to... They're intense and chill in the sense that, like, they're intensely religious, but they're, like, pretty chill about 
David and I's like wacky adventures, so that was always David fun. and I's wacky adventures. Yeah. I, I, honestly, God, dude, dude, honestly, God, we could write a TV show about him and like him and I just doing stupid shit. But anyways, I digress. So there's this Guatemalan girl that goes to church, goes to school with some of our friendly friends, and so we extended an offer for her to hang out with us as well at David's house. So she comes over, nice guy. and we're like chilling, like getting to know her or whatever, and like quickly through the night, I realized that this girl really enjoys giving fist bumps. Which, like, struck me as odd, because, like, the last time I had given a fist bump was, like, to my eighth grade, like, football coach after a good tackle. And so I'm chilling, like, a junior in college getting fist bumps from a girl who's, not to mention, like, a couple years older. So I'm like, wow, this, this is weird as fuck. And like, was, in hindsight, I realized, like, wow, this is weird. Like, in the moment, when, you, when a fist raises up to you, Instinct. like, you're, like, I'm teaching my little niece how to get fist bumps. So, like, it's ingrained in us so young. Yeah. So I gave it right back, didn't think about it. But then I, like, on my drive home, like, my 10-minute ride home, I just thought about that the entire way home. I'm like, dude, that is so weird. We got a fist bump on the... And I, like, tried registering. I'm like, dude, when did... Because at some point, high fives edged out fist bumps for me as the norm. And now I feel weird with fist bumps. And so... John and I were discussing this because somehow we ended up giving each other a fist bump after work one day. And we discussed it and we decided that fist bumps must be still like super huge in Guatemala. Yeah. Because that girl was Guatemala. Because they originated and they were born in Guatemala. And I, so we, okay, we actually had disparate theories here. He theorizes that they are born in Guatemala. I theorize that Guatemala is the fist bump's last stop before its final death knell. Like, before it's, like, out the world. Before it's officially a thing of the past. Yeah, so it's like a chicken and the egg thing. So, like, I think it was born, honestly, probably in America. And for some reason, it just now got to Guatemala, and it's, like, on its last legs. Maybe Guatemalans are more prone to fist bumps, but I don't think it was born there. But John does. I think he was born there. So anyways, these fist bumps are pretty sick. So we're doing it, and we're like, dude, every time we give a fist bump, we had to say Guatemala because we understand that fist bumps are a little weird still, especially now in America. So we should diffuse the situation with a little Guatemala. So that's a little inside thing. If I ever see John, look at this Guatemala. Guatemala. And he repeats it just like that. We just give it fist bump pods. Um, somehow we ended up getting a, a, a high-five thing called Standard Midwet. Much, not a very funny story. Not so a very we won't funny get into story. That. that was just a typo. Yeah. What else do we got? Uh, we got our good night greeting. Oh, dude. Before we go to bed every night, we give just like the like the most cockney Ooh, Harry Potter we can. Yeah. So, John, give me your, give me your uh, Harry Potter. All right. Imagine me peacefully laying down, snuggled under the covers. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Right to sleep. And then we fall asleep. Right it's to sleep. It's super weird. It's, and like, wow, it is the perfect lullaby. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I guess the whole point of this, and we can go on. There's some more insides. Uh, but I guess the whole point of this is just, like, we're trying to... I, I think it's a great way to increase stoke to develop inside jokes with your with your brothers and, you and sisters. Yeah. So we really encourage, I don't know, maybe, like, just, like, start throwing around random country names and you get fist bumps or, like... I don't know, like, that kind of stuff. That'd you know? be fun. Yeah. Either way, like, our stoke level... Like, when I hear Harry Potter in a Cockney accent now... Which is all the time. Like, my blood pressure... Doubles? No, it, like, gets better. Oh, it yeah. calms you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. You're not getting excited. You're, like, ready to fall asleep. It's like when someone yawns, you're like, oh, shit, yeah. I'm tired. But, like, that's pretty good stoke for me, because, like, I'm kind of worried about my heart right now, so... Oh, my God. Is, it, is everything okay? <sighs> 
Yeah, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> my, my heart's perfectly fine, but I am, you know, uh, like preemptively, like you know, I've always had like low blood blood pressure, so like you know. Well, I just had a heart attack. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Yeah. So inside jokes, guys, go for it. Go for it. Um, Try to find. Uh, a source of some sort of secret joy yeah. between you and your friends. But do realize that you gotta be careful around the other. So, like, David and I have an inside joke where we go, allegedly, whenever someone says allegedly. And, like, exactly. So, like, niche. very, like, you guys are probably confused right now. I don't, it's from, like, South Park, I think. I don't know. And so, David said it in college. She'll just say allegedly like that in class. Anytime someone says allegedly, and, like, people just, like, stare at him like he's an idiot. Yeah. And it's like, you can't. No shit, Dave. Know like, your, know your yeah, audience. Know your audience. Know that you're not going to get a laugh from something like allegedly if they don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Like if I was in bed with, you know, a babe, and I just turn to her and I say, every paw uh. She probably is leaving. She'll just leave. I would leave. <laughs> So that's probably why we shouldn't do that. No flicking the wand that night, huh? Zero amounts. <laughs> no flicking the wand. <sighs> All right. Next topic. New euphemism. Flicking the wand. Flicking the wand. Okay, onwards, on. onwards. Jesus. We won't think about it. Oh, God. Uh, new topic, extreme sports. Don't mess with those. Don't do that either. <laughs> Next topic... <laughs> Extreme sports. <sighs> extreme sports, dude. Yeah, they're... It's crazy. All right, moving they're, on. They're pretty extreme, yeah. <laughs> All right, onwards. No, wait. All I have to say, what is the most extreme sport of the extreme sports? I would say, like, uh, like going into a forest and being hunted by, like, a hundred very... That's not a sport. Uh, <laughs> the most dangerous game. I would consider that a sport. What is that? Would you please let me finish? I would say getting dropped into a forest oh and being gosh. hunted by a hundred very adequate hunters is probably the most extreme. Like, we're talking like, like life or death. If you get hunted within a day, you die. If you survive the day, uh, you I think I don't think that's an extreme sport. Alright, Stokers. Fact check me on this one and hit me up next time. It's actually a short novel, but I would consider it an extreme sport. That's not an extreme sport. Extreme sport's like snowboarding and like... Uh, uh, surfing and stuff like that. Those are extreme sports. All right, fine. Extreme like sport stuff. Extreme sport is probably like um, alpine skiing, but the ones where like you like uh, parachute out of a plane to get to the top of the mountain and then you alpine there ski we go. down. That's an extreme sport. Like, With machine like guns. skydiving, but not skydiving. Like the ones where you have a squirrel suit on oh, or whatever yeah, they're that's called. Sick, dude. That's crazy. And they're like, drink Red Bull. And then they just jump off the cliff. I'm like, holy shit, I, I gotta go drink a Red Bull now. Dude, I feel that. Now. <laughs> I feel that. Red Bull gives you wings. <laughs> Dude, Bro, what if they actually have to drink the Red Bull or their suit doesn't work? That would be so. Dude, Red Bull, if you listen to this. I think a good idea would be to do a free squirrel suit giveaway. That's awesome. To buy like a Red Bull can. Yeah. Except I think someone might end up dying. That's cool though. Just Red Bull, if you do that, make sure you pay me my, hey, my dues. Hey, someone, someone said this at track practice. Uh, Leah Fine. Shout out Leah Fine. Hmm. Um, actually, I don't know if it was her, but I think she was involved in the conversation. Um, anything's legal if you sign a waiver. That's deep, right? That's pretty intense, dude. Like, think about it. I think it's true. 
Like, if you sign a waiver, you can waive any of your rights, any of your, anything that you could sue someone for, you know? So, like, if I wanted to murder someone. Yeah. I don't and I gave them a document, and embedded within the document is a clause that says Lucas can murder you for whatever reason. Probably would not get away with murder. But if the if the if the waiver said, I think I just punched a hole in the waiver theory. If no 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 no. If the waiver said Lucas Langham has permission to murder me, signed. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm John saying. John Doe. Per, yeah. No no no. But I'm saying you say hide it in the text. And like a judge can see that you hid it in the text and made it super hard to find. But if the waiver is specifically kill me, that is assisted suicide, but not quite. But that's a Assisted suicide would be more of a physician. That's definitely not assisted suicide. That's like murder. That's like first degree murder. But it's that's, like that's premeditated murder. That's premeditated. But like murder. the idea of giving someone permission to kill you is what they have in common. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I don't think murder you'd get away with. I think there's too much law behind that. Yeah. But I mean, in a couple of years, I think it's just. You know, that's like one of the most like. I think he's like an Armenian guy. It was like the, do- the suicide doctor, right? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I just read the story in high school of this woman who moved to another state because uh, they she had the option to do assisted suicide in Oregon or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I don't want to speak out of my terms. But yeah, how how the hell did we get here? Oh, waivers. Waivers. In Red Bull. In extreme sports. Yeah. Oh, dude, I have a great... Uh, oh, my dude, God. Can I, can I even... You're on X-Game mode. Can I, can I express an extreme sport that I just thought of? Yeah. All right, so somehow you use city people in a room and have them talk their way through a conversation and drill down to, like, a very obscure subject. <gasps> just as if, just like we did how we got to, like, assist yeah. suicide. And then have someone, like, have a recording on, like, record it, right? Yeah. Then three days later, give that person, those two people... The obscure subject and and make them work their way back to the first topic they were out in that conversation. Oh my god! And then be like that. So like, and you give them like a time frame to do it, and if they succeed, they like move on. And then so like, imagine like, so me and you be like a duo, mm-hmm. and we go in and try to like win. We compete against other duos, and whoever gets the like, fastest time, whoever was able to do it, wins. I feel like you could cheat that. And as long as there's like Red Bull there, I can see how that'd be pretty extreme. All right, who is your <laughs> babe of the week? All right, my baby of the week. Um, I'm gonna go with the state of Illinois. Interesting. So a lot of you guys probably don't know this, but I'm actually from Illinois. Uh, it gets a lot of it gets a lot of grief because of like the government, the governors, I mean, and like the murder rates in Chicago, and then like the rednecks in the South. But I think there's always a silver lining to anything. John, did you just yawn? I just fully yawned. <laughs> That's kind of messed up, dog. <laughs> Bro, I'm sorry, man. Anyways, shout out to Illinois. Anytime you need like a flat surface to run on, you got us <laughs> covered. Anytime you want to buy a gun in a moderately short amount of time, Illinois got you. Anytime you want to go see Willis wait, Tower. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa. <laughs> anytime you want to see Willis Tower, Illinois got you. Anytime you want to go eat sweet corn right off a freaking stock, Illinois got you. Yeah. That's the only thing it's good for, though. They, Those four you decide, That's pretty solid. What's Kansas good for? Fucking punk. Say what Kansas is good for. Buffaloes. Um, good views. 
Dude, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. You're telling me Kansas has better views than yep. Cadillac Mountain? Yep. Uh, I don't know what that is. Acadia State Park? National Park? Maine? Maine? Why are we comparing it to Maine now? Because, like, you can't say it's the best views. Like, you're saying great views in Kansas, but, like, you can say that for a myriad of places in the world that are far better than Kansas. And so, I, I wish you could see my face right now, because I'm pretty heated about this. I... He shit on Illinois. Would disagree. All right, anyways, Illinois, I like your oblong features. I like how, <laughs> on the, I like how your borders are rivers and a lake. Uh, I like how you're called the land of Lincoln. And I think you have, like, kind of cool, like, city names. All right. That's it, dude. Thanks, Illinois. Hey, shout out to Illinois. Let's go. All right, John, what's your... What's your favorite shout out to the whole state. Not the people in the state, <laughs> but the state itself. Shout out to Illinois. What's uh, your baby of the my week? My baby of the week is the sun. Uh, I've been at track practice, like, so much, and, like, the sun's kind of been bumming me out. Uh, but then I looked... At my arms, I'm like, I'm getting bronzed from the sun. Dude, you came into the apartment the other day, and I thought you were Helios, the fucking Greek sun god, dude. Whoa! <laughs> I was... Greek knowledge coming it. in hot. I was shook it, dude. <laughs> I was like, damn, who's this bronze god? Bro, the sun's doing me a lot of favors. I just wish I could, like, if I, if I could lay out every day, I think I would. If I could get blonde hair from the sun, I totally would. Uh, summer John back in high school was a a different John. Priorities: bronzing, getting blonde, saving lives because mm. the lifeguard grind, doing gainers. That's hot. And uh, I'd say spending time with family and the dogs too. And the dogs. Um, yeah. yeah. Shout out to the sun. You're doing great. Yeah. Okay. And shout out to the uh, solar probe that's coming in. Hot, looking for new data. Whoop, whoop. How do you feel about the sun's, like, negatives, though? Oh, like, like radiation and stuff? Yeah. Uh, not a fan. I guess everyone has their baggage, though, right? So, yeah. like, that's kind of like the sun's There's baggage. There's no perfect relationship. Yeah. Re- oh, sorry. There's no perfect relation, a.k.a. no perfect in ship. See, it, it doesn't always work. Yeah. Three syllable words are tough. Or, I guess that's even four. Relationship. Yeah, that's a solid four. That's four. Quick math. All right, dude. That's a good transition to our beef of the week. So, uh, John's daily is the sun on the flippity flop. My beef of the week is light drizzles. Good one. So, WashU and St. Louis in general has been plagued with some light drizzles. Also, hard downpours. But, you know, honestly, I'm chill with hard downpours because at least then I know I should pull my umbrella out. But, like, with a light drizzle, do I walk in it? Do I get in my car and drive to places? Do I hydroplane on the road because of them? Yeah. Do I use umbrellas or is that a little extra? I don't want to be the guy using an umbrella when it's a light drizzle. Because I've seen that before, like a whole squad of people using umbrellas when it was a light drizzle. And I'm like, those kids don't know what they're doing. But at the same time, like, what if you get, like, have some sort of expensive, like, technology on you that gets the slightest sheen of water on it and it gets ruined? Like AirPods. Yeah. So I don't know. Beef of the week is light drizzles for making me think about things that I don't want to think about. John? My beef of the week is girls and boys alike who post on Twitter or Snapchat uh, with the caption Insta saw it first and then, you know, insinuating that they 
posted it on Instagram previously. Uh, that's my beef for the week. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now. I check all my social medias at the same time. I already saw it. I do not need that information of that Insta saw it first. I've been trying to get that caption left in the previous year for three years. Every year I tweet, let's leave that in 2016. Let's leave that in 2017, Ooh. et cetera. So we're trying, we're trying to push it away, okay? That's just a cop-out. That's just a cop-out of coming up with a good content caption. Yeah. Uh, that's what I have to say about that. Nice. I don't want to talk about it. It gets me, it gets me pretty heated. Uh, and I, if, you know, if you post that and you're listening to it right now, I'm sorry, but change. Change. Ask me if you need help coming up with a caption. Mm. I'm like I'm like I'm like five out of ten at captions. It's better than the one out of ten that is. That's so true. Instagram softwares. Yeah. Who's your uh, legend of the week? So my legend of the week is the man who created the Abe Lincoln and like autonomous Autobots. <laughs> the one who created like the the animatron. The animatron. There it is. Of Abe Lincoln. So I saw like a recent like uh, Barstool Sports like uh, Instagram post, and it was honest to God, the funniest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. Abe Lincoln looks like he is getting his soul sucked out of his body with, <laughs> with yeah, you know, yeah, all right, okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, he looks like. <laughs> Dude, Abe Lincoln, dude. I really don't think that meme is Yo, that funny. Yo, please just, please look at this video that's Abe Lincoln animatron and tell me it's not funny. And I'll stop looking at memes. But it's my legend of the week is the man who created that. Because, like, he, like, is so extra in his craftsmanship and, like, the programs there. And I don't know. It was just really funny to me. But I see now that you guys don't think it's just funny. It's dumb. What's your legend of the Moving on. Uh, What's your legend? My legend of the week is, in the spirit of animosity, I'm going to call him Professor K. Uh, in the spirit of animosity? You like that? That doesn't fit. What? That's a perfectly good sentence. What's the definition of animosity? Staying anonymous. <laughs> no? Animosity is like, uh, like, like intentional, like be mean or like rude. God damn it. How do, what's the word I'm looking for? Anonymity. Anonymity. <laughs> All right. It's anim, ana, animosity. Anonymity. Yes. You see how I got? I flipped them. I can see how it could be a mistake, but you see, deserve, I'll leave. I'll leave the vocab. This, this is like karma for you shitting on me for my legend. So yeah. now you're shitting on me for my legend. I'm shitting on you for your vocab. In the spirit of anonymity, uh, we're gonna call him Professor K. Professor K. <laughs> Taught me Calc 3 and Diffy Q. Um, and we always thought he was a legend. One time in class, first of all, he let us out like 30 minutes early each day. One time in class, he was like, how much does my textbook cost? And we're like, oh, it's like 33 bucks on Amazon or like $300 from the bookstore. He's like, get it from the bookstore. I have a, I have a payment due on my bins coming up. And we're like, damn it, this guy's so cool. And then... Today when we were getting oven pizzas and uh, loaded Doritos from Schnucks, he was just sitting outside Schnucks smoking a cigar and reading from an iPad. It was 
legendary. I start laughing out loud at his sight, and he doesn't pay me any attention because you know he has important things going on. This guy exemplifies big dick energy. He always wore suspenders, and sometimes his shirt came untucked just enough to show his belly a little <laughs> bit, which was pretty gross. That's the best. Distracted yeah. me so hard from all the equations he was solving. He's also just a super genius. So, uh, Professor K, you're my legend of the week. Time for questions? Hot takes, dude. Oh, sh- oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick hot take. Quick hot take. Let's Insta- go. Instagram puns. Are they going too far? I think yes. Sometimes these puns are a little too try hard. John, your hot take? My hot take is <coughs> something that we tried tonight. Adding pizza rolls on top of pizza. Net gain is negligible. It's basically the same thing. So I don't know how we overlook that in the hypothesizing. I'm back on the vocab grind. But, <laughs> but you know, like, it's like, why did I expect it to be different? It's, they're the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Eh. All right, questions. Let's hit, let's hit the question from... Yeah, we got, some, we got a couple questions from our favorite listener, Liz Murphy. Yeah. So first question is, what's your personal goal for the semester? Good question. So, I can take this. I can, I can answer my version here. My personal goal, I'm starting to become of the mindset that, like, in the past, I focused on the wrong things. Like, I've been focusing on, like, GPA. been focusing on, like, very number-oriented, like, targets. And instead, this semester, I'm just focusing on my overall happiness as a human being. Good for you, man. So, I'm going for stoke level. I'm going for peak performance physically. I'm going for peak mental acuity, as I said earlier, but, like... Vocab. Well, the thing is, if I fall short on these things, like, I think in the end, that's all right, as long as, like, you know, like, I understand that I gave it my all. Because I think that true happiness is, like, what would you say the root? I would say that true happiness really is, like, it's all a mental state, right? It's all, like, horrible, like, it's all, like, your neurotransmitters and shit. But realistically, like, it's triggered by, like, pride in, like, what you've done and, like, what you're, what you are, or, like, thinking about yourself positive light and so yeah i think if you want to be really happy it's all about self-improvement that's beautiful goal uh, my goal rage more <laughs> next question next question all right so favorite random quote from the office oh my god i'm real excited about this what's your favorite quote? uh i have can i just like list off some let me say mine first because i don't have that many and i don't want right. you to cover it all right my favorite is whenever Michael is hugging Phyllis in, like, a first season. He goes, and she's like, Michael, stop. You're, like, scary. And like that. And he goes, the only, for, the only thing I'm afraid of is getting a boner. <laughs> and he says it in like, this weird way. And everyone in the office is like, uh, uh. That's my favorite quote. Yeah, it's, because, it's like, so like previously, funny. before he said that, everyone's like, oh, Michael's just playing around with Phyllis, like, giving her a hug. That's cute. And then he said that, and everyone's like. And like, what he, did you he, just say? He was trying to like make up for like basically saying she's unattractive earlier, and so he's like trying to like flatter her, but it was just wrong. It was a Michael Scott way. Yeah, didn't work. All right. Uh, sometimes I start a sentence and I don't know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. It's like an improv conversation, an improvisation. It's pretty good. Um, please be quiet on the set. <laughs> Um. <laughs> Sorry, we, Other, have, we, have, we have some sound stage crew today, and they're just being way too noisy. Other favorite quotes? 
You miss 100% of the shots you don't take, dash Wayne Gretzky, dash Michael Scott. Um, I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. I am a little stitious. One of the most, like, like one of the most common. Uh, let me, like, go into my gift collection right now. I have a... If I was in a room with, like, Hitler, was it Stalin, and... If if Toby. Hit, if Toby Bin Laden wait if Hitler Bin Laden and Toby were in a room and I had a gun with two bullets I'd shoot Toby twice yeah and then it, it sparks a conversation um, ah, fuck it sparks a conversation oh and then everyone's like no he's like okay I'd kill Bin Laden and then Toby and everyone's like no no and then Dwight's like obviously the correct way to do it is line them up come here Toby you be Bin Laden and Toby's like oh wait no Andy you be Bin Laden he's like yes. And, he's, and they stand up, they line up next, and then he shoots them through the neck. And then everyone claps. Um, <laughs> that's a great scene. That's a great scene. So, I really, that's a really hard answer to, an, hard, fuck, hard question to answer. Uh, I'm really gonna have so many more. And suddenly, she's not your hoe no more. <laughs> I'm gonna have many more. Let's move on, uh, get some more questions. This one's really deep, this one's from Mariel. Um, and she says, why do you think religion is an anthropological fact? And I asked her to elaborate, and she said, it means that religion has always been present in human societies. Why do you think that is? Hmm. First of all, thank you for the question. Yeah, thank you. That's pretty deep. It is. I think it's in human nature to wonder where we fit in in the world and whether that be you know the miracle of childbirth or looking up at the night sky and seeing this gazing upon the stars it is a human reaction to imagine that there's a uh, you know a bigger figure and that's where religion comes from. Whether it is praising the sun, whether it is playing a deity, or whether it's praising, you know, a hundred deities. They're, they're looking for belonging. Um, that's why I say religion is also, has always been yeah. around. Because it's not something that's taught. Right. You know. And I would say, like, anthropologically, like, the most ancient of civilizations, like... Our understanding of the natural world was so minute compared to today that people yeah. just wanted explanations and they typically turned into the supernatural. Yeah. So, like, that's where you get, like, so many deities and stuff. And then, yes, like, it started changing to more monotheistic and so now those are the religions that dominate the world. And I would say that those are uh, important to society because of, like, their moralistic codes and stuff and just kind of help regulate society. And so people in power probably wanted to propagate it more because a calm mass is easier to rule than a uh, unruly one but uh on the record i you know religion's cool in my opinion but obviously it has its flaws sure but uh i'm a big fan go religion shout out to you guys (laughs) next question sick sick would you rather wait would you rather be sexually attracted to fruit or have Cheeto dust permanently on your fingers? Thanks, Eliza. That's pretty solid. Um, so, 
Well, what happens if I'm already sexually attracted to the fruit? <laughs> I think you've got your answer. <laughs> Trust me, just from personal experience, it goes pretty well. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm playing. Um, I but like, really, though, <laughs> I like the benefit of having like tactile, tactile, um, you know, senses. And I think one of the finer pleasures in life is the ability to feel things with your fingers, like so, a fruit's bosom. So I <laughs> like this, like the gentle caress of a peach, like the gentle <laughs> feeling of a peach against your cheek. It's well said. And so yeah, I'm gonna go with fucking fruit on this one. I would for sure. That's like that's like such an easy answer for me. <laughs> Fuck having Cheeto dust on your fingers <laughs> perpetually. No way. You can't shake hands with anybody. You can't take your hands out of your pockets. Like, you'd have to wear gloves or something. <laughs> Bro, I'm thinking about fruit all the time. That's so easy. Dude, honestly, dude, fruit is good. I could marry a watermelon. Yeah. A watermelon on a watermelon. <laughs> dude, that's a good question, though. I like that. I, I think that we need some more, like, would you rathers in the all right, I got another would you rather. Uh, privacy or security? Oh. Would you rather... We can turn yeah, it into a would yeah, you rather. No, I understand. Would you rather share everything and have security or have your privacy... I mean, obviously, but like... be subject to... Obviously, that's the state. So the current world we live in... Yeah. ...is trying to find the correct balance there, moralistic, like, you know, morally speaking. And it's tough. I'd probably go with security. I'd, I'd, I think I'd share my information. I think that um, I'd rather be alive and secure than be dead and private. Yeah. <laughs> I don't find that one very hard, but I, don't, I think people have a hard time realizing. But to be honest, I think human beings lo- secretly like to be controlled anyway, so boom. Whoa. That's, that's a hot take. Uh, all right, last one, and then we'll wrap it up. What's your take on indie music? <laughs> so I, I used to be pretty into indie music, <laughs> and then I just started feeling like a douche every morning, so I stopped. But uh, big shout out to some people. I love indie music. <laughs> <laughs> I knew indie music. It's guy, so dude. hard to define. I think that's something that makes it great is that it it could appeal to anyone. Um, I love indie music. I'm a big indie guy. I'm trying to go see Sales on Tuesday night. That's um, huge. Yeah, they're good. They're good live. I've heard, so I'm excited for that. All right, that's pretty sick. Dude. That about oh. wraps it up. Um, thank you for listening once again to Let's Talk About It with John and Lucas. Lucas, we got the outro music playing. Final thoughts. Keep those stokes levels up, Stokers! See you next What's week. up, YouTube, YouTube?